This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. Producer Michael joins us in the studio. How's it going, mate? Good, boys. How are we? Good, Very thank you. well, thank you. Now, I wanted to come in here because uh, when I was in Aldi, uh, very recently, I do like to, you know, have a little chuckle at some of the names of yeah. the different products that are obviously the same. Like their version of Jats is Eton and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> like, Eton, yeah, you okay. can see the products and you go, I know what they're going for. Yeah, I know exactly. exactly what they're going for here. And the the usually the graphic design is so close, mm-hmm. but the name is just something different. There's been very funny TikToks going around about this at the moment. Like this is this is something we've all known for a long time. Yeah, but you today. Off air, you've brought to the table something that I've never heard of before. Yeah, so that so Aldi have a version of cheese stringers. You know, bigger stringers, the string cheese. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox staple. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, in Aldi, they're called cheese streamers, not stringers. Streamers, streamers. And I think, yeah. arguably, that is a better name for it. And this is the thing I've never heard of before. I've never heard anybody say the Aldi name is actually better than the original product name. So It has th- nothing to do with the quality of no, the product. just the name. The name of the product. I, I think Cheese Streamer is a much nicer thing to say. This is an earth-shattering revelation because I don't disagree with you. I think right? Cheese Stringer, with the thing you peel the string of cheese off, versus treat Cheese streamer, streamer. I'm picturing streamers of cheese. Mm-hmm. I think it's a lot better name. I think it's more fun. I stayed very quiet when you guys were discussing this because I wanted the protection of being on air so I can't be bullied and screamed <laughs> at in there, which is usually what, how every morning starts. Mm. I hate the name Cheese Streamers. Really? Why? It sounds like you're eating confetti. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. like the name. It sounds like you've sounds like you've got one of the like the birthday poppers just aimed it at your mouth and have gone bah! Yeah. And are eating those streamers. Yeah. A stringer is perfect because you're getting strings of it. It's the perfect name. Confetti cannon of cheese into my head. That actually sounds perfect. That sounds awesome. That's how I want to eat cheese. But I didn't say cheese confetti. (laughs) I said paper confetti, which is not what anyone wants. I have a feeling here that this is such a subjective thing. Like, this is, if if it just doesn't do the right thing in your brain, which it clearly hasn't to Ned, but you and I like streamers, but Ned, it means it's conjured up a whole different image. I just don't like it. it. This is what would make naming products so hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like it would be, so, it's so subjective. Like burger, like they have the burger hoops instead of burger rings. I don't mm. like that. I don't, I don't like, like burger hoops. hoops. Mm. I don't like the hoops. And I think maybe it's just because, like Josh said, I've gotten so used to it one way that hearing it another way, I'm like, yucky. Yeah, you see, burger rings now, unfortunately, because when I used to eat them as a kid, I used to put them on my finger. Yeah. And now, like Carrie's kids, I watch them run around, they're playing in dirt, doing all yeah. that. I'm like, picture, I now picture people putting them on their fingers. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh. So well, now, ring, I would say hoops yeah. doesn't have that connotation for me anymore. I so guess maybe, that's true. maybe this is a. It's so subjective. I don't eat chocolate, so I don't really. I don't care about it on any other level than name alone, but mm. their Mars equivalent is called Titan. Mm. Like a Mars bar is called a Titan. That's, oh, that's cool. better. Well, Titan's, Titan's, a, mo- cool Titan's a moon of Mars, isn't it? This is it's I what I like so. about their like names as one well. Of them. They get really into it. Like they get, re- it's such mm. so close because it's yeah, Titan's a moon of Mars. I think thirteen ten sixty. If you've got an Aldi product that you think the name of the thing that the Aldi product is is mm. better than the name of the thing it's ripping off, get yeah. on the phone now. Thirteen ten sixty. I've got another one. Uh, Head and shoulders, obviously. Shampoo for mm. dandruff. 
Headstrong is what they call oh, it. I like That's it. That's better. Headstrong. They use the same fonts. They use the same. It's very clear what they're head going and shoulders for. Is yeah. like, uh, and you hear everyone's like, I'll oh, use some head and shoulders. And people are like, oh, head and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Yeah, right. Headstrong, just no one's making hmm. fun of that. Yeah, no. Yeah. And you, no one's shampooing their shoulders. Who's, exactly. who's yeah. putting shampoo it's on their a, shoulders? No, it is no quite, ever, no one's it, ever asked that question. It's because of the, is it the dandruff on your shoulders? Is that yes. what it means? That is so gross. But that's what it means, though, isn't it? It must mean that. Because it's for dandruff. So Head and shoulders need to go back to the drawing board, yeah. to be honest. And Head maybe strong. they're honestly starting at a massive disadvantage because Audi have already picked the better name. So they go back to the drawing board, Head and Shoulders, yeah. and they hire the team from Audi. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah. They go to that drawing board. <laughs> Josh, you asked me who I would have dinner with, uh, Who? what dead person I would have dinner with. Yep. I asked you for two, actually. Do I get two or three? You get two. You can okay. have three if you want. I'll have three. My first one's... We're bringing people back from the dead, so yeah, why not? Let's, let's really go, say, go ham with it. Uh, it's sad that I'm not picking anyone I'm related to because I'm going with Stan Lee. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have a Mar- million questions for him. Marvel Comics legend. Yeah. Uh, Robin Williams. Yes. Just great. because he just seemed like a ray of sunshine. And then Leonardo da Vinci. Just Interesting. Just because, like... <laughs> Why the hell not? What do you One reckon, of the most interesting people, I think, in history. What do you reckon he could do with all the technology we got now? He was inventing helicopters before mean. we were even close to that. And what? then he was just like couple of Mona Lisas on the side. He's, he's like, a, he's Jesus, a, mate, what were you doing? He's an iPhone champion. Reverse yeah. engineer this. I think what can would, you make it based off of this? Also, I'd need him to speak English mm. or me speak ancient Italian. Yeah. That would actually be real. That would that be would way be, cooler. That would be pretty cool. And then, but then Robin Williams would probably make fun of me. Yeah, mate. Anyway, I'm getting too caught up in something that's mm-hmm. not what this is about. Anyway, in Vegas, there are three of the world's leading mediums. So the people who can, quote, unquote, speak to the dead. Yep. Um, that are offering a service that are, they're calling brunched by an angel. Instead of touched by an angel, brunched by an angel. Okay. And yeah, let's not have but, a pun if we're talking to dead people. Well, if you think that's a bit much, then they say you, can ha- you will be a VIP with some RIPs. Oh, wow. <laughs> not great, but they're offering. Are they talking sh- about famous people? No, are they talking about your relatives? They're talking about your they're relatives. Being very, very flippant with yes. your dead relatives, aren't they? So you essentially will come to a dinner. Um, then they put on like three shows a night. I think they'll bring someone out, and yep. then you will just. I guess they will try and contact them while you are having dinner. So it's like a bit of a dinner and a show thing, which I feel like is also quite an insincere way to reach out to a past relatives if you believe in like mediums and stuff. Don't know if that's the way I'd go about it, but. Yeah, this is an offer. It's like a new show that they're doing in Vegas. I have a very, very um, uh, a personal feeling towards medium psychics, whatever. Yeah. And that feeling is that it's an absolute crock. Yeah. But there is artistry in the con artist part of it. Like, yeah. How they do what they do mm-hmm. is impressive in a performance show kind of way. Like, how, how do you... They make very broad statements, and then they but they're zero, also very personalized. They zero in on body language, like you yeah. reacting to something, then they go, oh, that was right, I'll go down yeah. there. It's impressive. I don't believe it, no, but I appreciate yeah. the art behind it. Yeah, that's it. Well, you and I went to New Orleans a little earlier in the year, and I spoke to just a psychic, a dude who was like, yeah. I'll read your fortune. And there was things that he got very right about me, but I was also like... Ugh. They get too confident at a point yeah. and just start swinging for the fences and they get it so wrong, like yeah. so wrong. Well, that's it. And it's, But then at the end of it, when you go to pay them, they're always like, all right, so... Got a bunch of stuff right, didn't I? Like, mm. and I'm go. I, I will say to them, yeah, fair enough. Like, seventy percent of the stuff you said actually rings really true to me. Very, very freaky. The thirty percent, though, you 
my mother's not a cat and my yep. dad didn't go to the moon with Buzz yep. Aldrin. Like, I was really giving yeah. you too <laughs> much there. The 30% you got wrong, you really, really got wrong. Yeah, it really, really stuffed it up. Why did you make such specific claims that were so hard to back up? It's like if you're a little kid, you start getting away with lying here and there, yeah. and then you just all of a sudden tell a ginormous lie. You, you, you're like, oh, you find out your limits. It's like at the school carnival, I beat the world record for 100 metres. You're like, hmm. Did you? Yeah, I really believe that you won the cross country. Yeah. You didn't need to do the extra part there, champion. Don't keep going. Yeah. <laughs> the budget's out. The budget's uh, going on. And for Canberra, lots of things going on. $15 million for AIS Arena to get its upgrades. That's that it's very looking exciting. for $750,000 for a study into options to give the UC Caps a permanent home. That'd be awesome. Uh, $3.2 million for improving the health of local waterways. And a big national security office precinct to be built in Barton. So there's a lot going on. There is stuff. There's stuff. There's moving. It's also, it's kind of fun to be in Canberra when the budget gets announced because mm-hmm. you see a lot of stuff immediately be announced for here. Yeah. Because it's where all the politicians work. Mm-hmm. So they're like, let's make it nicer here. Yep. Which and, I appreciate. Uh, $85.9 million for light rail as well. So that's pretty exciting. That's really good, so. actually. Look, there's a bit going on, but the big ticket headline item today that everybody is talking about with Jim Chalmers last night revealing the budget was the warning that we got that energy prices could in the next couple of years be hit with, and this isn't a typo, Mm. as much as a 56% surge in prices over the next couple of years. Good, because it was super affordable at the moment. It's been super affordable lately. I love it. I opened my electricity bill yesterday and was like, oh, you're kidding. I was like, how do I get such a good deal? I pay more for this than I pay for my rent, which is also insanely expensive. I just could not... I cannot believe the idea mm. that we would... This cost of living stuff for me at the moment, because I and this is going to be frustrating to a lot of intelligent people listening to this, yeah. because I have no idea how the global economy works. I have no idea why any of this is happening. Yeah. So it's like the cost of living just getting... Yeah, we'll just whack that on top of that, and yeah. we'll whack that on top of that. I'm like, when does this end? When no one can afford anything, and yeah. we all just sort of go, oh... Yep. Oh, well, we don't, won't have heating during winter then because yeah. we can't afford it. Like, I am a little worried because it's like, yeah, ex- electricity is incredibly expensive as is. Yep. I have no shadow of a doubt that by the time my uh, comes around for me to renew my lease for where I rent, mm. that'll also be more expensive. Yep. Petrol's going Petrol's up. Petrol's expensive. Yep. Uh, groceries are becoming more expensive. Mm-hmm. It's like, cool. I guess tell I will just go broke. I mean, I and this isn't a slight to our bosses or anything. I tell you what's not going up at that rate. My salary. No. Anyone's yeah, salary. Anyone's like, that salary. Is, that is an extremely weird disparity that's happening at the moment. Let's just put this in terms, though, right? Mm. So my last electricity bill was $489. Okay. It was $489. 56% of that is $273. Mm-hmm. So if my latest electricity bill, it's just all of a sudden $762. Yeah. That's... That's where are you getting that money from? Yeah. Like, where is that going to what? How? But yeah, you this know what is my brain's more ex- exploding, and this is why I don't understand. And it's obviously more complicated than this. But I tell you what doesn't get more expensive: the sun. Mm. It's usually because it's been around since, well, I guess forever. Uh, it doesn't usually cost more to just get some yeah. power from that. And then put it into things. Unfortunately, that's not where enough of our power is coming from. And so that's, that's kind of the problem. problem. That is the but problem. It seems like that building will steal. It stays the same price of free in the sky. That's what I'm saying, but I don't understand it. I'm hoping that some of the infrastructure to build things for renewables is why electricity yeah. is going to go up so expensively, so that eventually, you know, in ten years, it will come down because we're not yeah. doing the things we were doing. But let me just put this into real terms for a second, right? Sixteen dollar movie tickets. Yeah. If they were suddenly fifty six percent more expensive, they'd be twenty four bucks. Yeah. Like every 
company on earth doesn't get to just do this? No. Just go 56% more expensive. Yeah. And the great news for us is if that's what happens here at the radio station, listeners, I'm excited to tell you, listen to this goes from being free to we'd like you to send in a dollar every year. Just a dollar. That kind of inflation. Actually, 56 cents. That makes more sense. I don't know if, yeah... Have you seen the ratings lately? <laughs> For free is pretty much asking too much. We're going to start paying you very soon. <laughs> I have seen a news story that's left me flustered this morning because of its its ginormous, ginormous headlines. Okay, NASA mm. are going to be setting up a panel for the study of UFOs. Well, that's it. Earlier, I think maybe it was. Last year, I can't remember, but there were like some things that there were some videos that came out that they released that they were like, we straight up don't know what these are. Well, you might be thinking about the Pentagon's yes. panel because the Pentagon has a panel for this already. So, so there's multiple government agencies on this now. But this is very, very exciting because it's just furthering the thing. This is it. All a UFO is in an un, uh, unidentified flying object. So the yeah. Pentagon were like, I know it sounds exciting and you want to believe in Martian, the, uh, Marvin the Martian and little green saucer men, but on paper, all it is is actually what we're saying it is. It's an know. unidentified flying object. It could be anything. We don't know. So the pe- the Pentagon's one is strictly for reports from military and defense personnel, yeah. and they're out there a lot. Yeah. Like, planes are always in the sky doing surveillance, so they yeah. see a lot of stuff. But this new panel for NASA is going to be a group of experts from scientific fields to look into cl- unclassified sighting, other data collected from civilian, government, and commercial sectors. So I, I like that they've said it includes professors, scientists, and oceanographer. So just one. They're like, you'll cover all of that, don't worry. And others who study space. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll put my hand up. I'd love to be a part of this. Yeah. I, just, I, I mean, I don't study it in a, like, educational way, but I look up at space and ponder and go, so this is a I six, wonder. This is a 16-person study. Would you like well, to take? Would you like to take one of those sixteen no. spots? It's just because I think maybe there should be. There's a case to be made for just a random. Just if there was a hundred experts and one weirdo, I think that works. If there was a hundred people, I'm passionate enough about this, and I feel like I have enough <laughs> out there ideas that I could bring something to the team. Sixteen? No, no way. No. That's me being selfish. What about thirty? A hundred? I think. Yeah. Thirty? <laughs> nah, fifty. Fifty. Yeah, okay. thirty yeah. still is too small. Ned's happy to be the representative <laughs> weirdo if there's fifty or more professionals. <laughs> Josh, Deliveroo and McDonald's are teaming up to uh, give away a year's supply worth of free chicken nuggets, which means that you will receive two vouchers, one for you and one for your friend, uh, to the equivalent of $8.50 in nuggets a, a week. Okay. This is not bad. But no, it's yeah, also, I feel like a lifetime supply, maybe because I was a kid and I didn't really look at T's and C's, but a lifetime supply used to be like you get it whenever you want all the time. That's what I thought. It was a Richie Rich style yeah. situation. Yeah. Now I've grown up, or maybe because the world's gotten a little stingier, I feel like it's like you get a you get one a week. I think the question That's whenever I see whenever I see lifetime supply, I'm like, who's lifetime? Yeah. Who's supply? Yeah. Because my my supply of nuggets is very different to what you've just outlined. Exactly right. That would be a snack to me once a day, not a not a week long meal of nuggets. But uh, what they need you to do is essentially. Uh, and then this very much, I know, sounds like an ad, but is not. Um, they just need you to rat out people who have, like, pinched stuff. A sticky finger pincher is what they're calling it, where they're just essentially going into the bag of food on the way home and stealing some stuff. Right. And they're saying nuggets. So if you're like... If you've got a friend that has stolen some nuggets in an egregious way, email us and rada, 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 and then you you might win the supply, whatever. Right. I think there needs to be a line drawn in the sand as to what's acceptable as a, a what's a what's a pinchable item oh, in, okay. from, from yep. a bag mm-hmm. because I would say chicken nugget is 
way over the line. You think chicken nuggets are egregious? Correct. Because a a nugget is a meal. Okay, yeah. A nugget is something you're buying as the meal. They sell it as a meal. Like you can get the nugget as an X, Y, Z amount of nuggets and that's your meal. I think chips are a slippery slope because you take a handful. So you don't even think chips. I think chips are a slippery slope. I think a nugget's a lot easier to quantify. I've taken one and that will do me. Whereas chips, if you start pinching someone else's chips, you get to the point where it's like, I've just taken a couple. And then you get the packet out of the bag and half of it's gone. So you're saying you would rather a nugget be pinched than just like kind of a... There's no end to how many fries. Exactly. Exactly. That is insane to me. Because I think somebody just loses track of how many fries they've taken. That... I obviously think that if you are stealing an obvious amount of fries, you know what you're doing. And Mm. then at the end of the day, it's like, all right, well, now I'm taking some from your bag because we're evening this out. But nuggets, I think if someone stole, if I got six nuggets and someone stole one of them, if I got, hell, if I got 24 nuggets and someone stole out of them, like I paid for 24 nuggets. Yeah. I I didn't pay for individual, like 50 fries. The only compliment, uh, the only uh, compromise I was about to make then was I think if you've got a six nugget pack, stealing more than the six is over. If you've got a 10 nugget pack or a 24 nugget pack, you could lose two or three of them and no one should be able to tell the difference. I paid for them and I want them. Josh, I enjoy just walking past stuff in supermarkets and shops that I would never buy, but I just like seeing it and going like, <laughs> good. Yeah. Someone else is buying that and it's making them very, very happy, which makes me happy inside. The I problem is that. I'm usually the person buying it. Which so, is great. Yeah, because you have control. Yeah. I don't have any self-control when it comes to impulse purchasing. So but, I'll see something dumb and go, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's coming home with me. I'll mull things over for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, after like, I don't know, six months, if I'm like, you know what? I still want this thing that I'll go out and get it. But We're all yeah. sold out. <laughs> yeah. And then it won't be a thing and yeah. I'll be devastated because it's the first purchase I've wrapped my head around. It's really got months. himself comfortable with buying a fidget spinner. Yeah. So he's going to go and get one today somewhere Only if, we can just fi- now. if we can find one. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I love seeing uh, in Woolies, I don't know if they have them in Coles. I'm not in Coles enough, but I don't think so. I think it's a kind of a Woolies exclusive. Is um, I've become quite the supermarket floozy, so I'll be able to tell you whether or not it's in Coles. I spend a lot of time in both equally now. The uh, weird little meerkats. Yeah, that's, a, like that's, the, a, Woolies, that's the, a Woolies only thing. The garden... <laughs> the garden... Garden uh, no meerkats. The garden no meerkats. They have everything from like Elvis. There, I'm looking at them now. There's like a little wizard gnome one. Yeah. There's I've a James a, Bond I've one. I've got the James yeah. Bond one. Yeah. I think I bought. Did I buy you the James Bond one? Or I, I think I bought it. You myself, probably to be did honest. buy yeah, it. But yeah. I saw it. And was like Josh would like that. Yeah. They. I like. They've got little Halloween ones now, which are very funny. Yes. There's one coming out of a tombstone, a Dracula a, one, a pumpkin one. The James Bond one is hard to find. I have a running uh, agreement with Mick, our friend, that if I ever find another one of them, I have yeah. to just buy it for him and he'll pay me back because he's <laughs> very jealous of the one that's at my house. I feel like I see them all the time, but maybe that's just like I've seen it once and then I see the rest of them and go, well, they're, they're James they're Bond everywhere. ones in there. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere. There's a little cricketer one, which I'm seeing. Look, cricketer very, one very is funny. very common, yeah. They're all about eight bucks. They're about the size of your hand standing up. They're a normal garden gnome Unless size. Unless you're five, They're in a, case yeah. it's twice the size of your hand. They're a normal garden gnome size. Yes. Um, Bunnings recently have announced that they also will start selling these meerkats. Yep. Fantastic. But for double the price. What? Because they are enormous. They have gone from being maybe the size of your palm standing up to the waist height. Oh god! And they're the they're the Halloween ones, which it's mean terrifying. that they, they actually do look terrifying. Yeah, that's terrifying. You don't need a you don't need a gnome that big. No, it's funny when you see something that's like ah oh, great, and then it just it's bigger, and then you're mm. like oh, that's 
I didn't realise that the size it was was the perfect size. Yeah. This is too much. You've unfortunately made it too big. I think ornaments and things like that need to stay a certain size. You yeah. Think, I, I sent you and producer Michael a picture on Sunday morning, and admittedly I was a little hungover, but I sent you a picture of the giant platypus that's in Amaru. Yeah. It, it's like hidden in a bush, and it's there's this big. giant platypus in the shops. Yeah. And I was I came around a corner, I was like, ah! Yeah. Oh, God, it's a, it's a, it's an ornamental platypus. platypus. Platypi? It Whatever. was ginormous. And, and I think garden homes are the same thing. If you have something that could perceivably be a child yeah. height yeah. and it's in the garden, I you're eventually like going to yeah. forget that it's there one day and scare the crap out of yourself. Platypi are a great uh, uh, example of why things should sometimes just be the size they are. Yeah. It's like a platypus is so... F- freakish looking. It's an unusual that, animal. But because it's so small, it's adorable. It's yeah. cute. It's mm-hmm. very, very cute. It looks like an otter with a bill. Godzilla-sized platypus? Awful. Terrifying. One yeah, of the terrifying. scariest things I could imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Just really need to have another look at platypuses, I reckon. Now I'm thinking about it. Is it platypi? Do we really believe they're a thing? I mean, I've, I've seen, We've seen one. one. I've seen one before. Is but it? That could have been a robot. <laughs> <laughs> they're the I'm weirdest so, looking they, animal. They, they are the really weirdest are. looking yeah, animal. I, I'm still not convinced they're real. <laughs> I think I've found some evidence for some very... <laughs> I'm not going to say Canberra's my selfish suburb. I'm not going to say that. Oh, you have. But I've said this was a series of events yesterday afternoon where I was like, how can you not be watching anybody around you yeah. to this level? Like, I've said to you that one of my biggest pet peeves, maybe the biggest pet peeve I have, is people... Um, uh, faffing around, yep. mm-hmm. or uh, just what I've said to you is just taking in the world at their yep. own pace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is because I think you should take in the world, and I think it's a beautiful thing yep. that we all live in. But at the same time, when you're just like, ah, no one else in the world matters but me. I don't have a huge belief system, but I will say that I don't think you should do anything in life at the expense of someone else. Yes. Like you, you should just basically try yeah. and be as kind as you can to everybody. And if you want to do something and it doesn't hurt anyone else, great. But don't do something at the expense of someone else. And I saw several examples of this yeah. yesterday. I disagree with, only with the dunker clowns at the kayak carnivals. That's at the expense of them, but it's also hilarious. It's a good point, actually. Yeah. And I also enjoy the Jackass franchise. So yeah. that is a, they get paid <laughs> there for There are some but exceptions look, to the, rules. The point yeah, here yeah, is... But I agree. This thing that I saw, the series of events that I saw yesterday at 5.30pm had me to a point where I was like, is this something wrong with this area? Yeah. Or is this actually just... Mm. Are we all post-COVID kind of just being a bit... In uh, our own heads. Whatever in we want to do is what yeah. we want to do. Yeah. All right, well, I've, I've just got to say it, don't I? Yes, I yesterday correct. at 5.30 was in Curtin, and okay. I was at the shops in Curtin, and it was pandemonium. Like, it was chaos in there. There was. Yeah. I've not been in a shopping, like a, a supermarket that busy probably since before COVID. Like, okay. there were people everywhere just trying to get last-minute supplies for dinner. Yep. It was that kind of a, that kind of a situation. Yeah, I don't... I always either try to go at 4 before mm-hmm. when people are still picking up kids yep. or at, like, 6.30 or 7 when it's way too late to be for anyone else to be cooking dinner, but because I am erratic, I can mm-hmm. just do it whenever I want. I'm going to give you four examples that I saw. Okay. Four examples of things that I saw in a space, by the way, because I was going there to pick up bow buns and that was it. I was going to say, what sp- are we doing all the way out in Curtin? Because that's not near anything that's near be- Carrie's house. Um, Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what I was doing was I was going out there to get these bow buns and I was getting out of the store. So I was in the store for about five minutes. But you only had I, one item? And I saw, no, I had a couple of things okay, under my arms. Yeah, yeah. I'll just tell the story. I had four interactions that happened in extremely, extremely tight time-wise, all right? I walked through the door 
and I, there's a basket there. There's one solitary basket. I watched a guy shove a mum out of the way to get that basket. Like she, he basically, it was a very much a, a hip and shoulder, but it was there. He literally had to push her out of the way to get this basket. He then walked in and started doing his shopping. I was walking down the frozen aisle and I noticed at that point there was uh, a guy coming towards, no, this was a mum coming towards a guy who had, he was a bit of an older guy and he was walking, just checking out some pasta and stuff. This mum was looking at the other side of the aisle and bumped the trolley into this guy. Now, she was super apologetic and all that yeah. sort of stuff, like super apologetic, but still, no no one was watching when they were going. She's bumped the trolley into him. Did you say that was in the frozen aisle? This is in the frozen section. Right, yeah. mm-hmm. okay. That you should be essentially going as far to the aisle as you can because you can't knock anything off a shelf. Exactly. It's exactly. in a fridge. Yep, so that was the second thing I saw. Then about three seconds later, at this point, I had a can of drink, um, some food, all that sort of stuff under my arms, and I'm walking towards the the self-serve checkouts. A dad, I hear a dad yell out to his daughter and I didn't, and so I've looked back at the dad and then the daughter has run full tilt into my legs to the point where I've nearly tripped over. Like I've nearly tripped over and dropped all my stuff. Um, And at that point, uh, the dad's just given given me a look and laughed and gone, oh, come back over here. Can you believe it? I won't say her name. Yeah, good. (laughs) And I, I looked and went, I gave him a look as if to say probably a bit more than that, mate. You need to probably that that yeah. if you just laugh at this, she's going to keep running around, and there are people everywhere. You get very frustrated when people don't publicly chastise their children for injuring you. you. Yes, yeah. exactly right. Yeah. And then the piece of the resistance was: I was in. They've got a very little self serve checkout area there. There was a line of about twelve people waiting to get into the self serve checkout, mm. and everyone's doing that weird little to and fro back and forth where you don't know whether the aisle, the checkout's open, or whether the person's finished with their groceries. So people are stepping forward, and going, "Oh no, no, no one's finished." I watched a lady literally go from the self serve checkout she was on to the other side of the compound to get herself a bag. And I was like, well, that's fine. She has to get a bag. She's got more groceries than she thought. It's weird they don't have them at the things anymore. On the way back, with 15 people lining up, people that keen to get in, they're jockeying to get in, she's gone, Susan, hello, and started a conversation with a lady on another self-serve checkout, Hmm. and they kept catching up Mm. the entire time I was scanning my groceries, (laughs) seemingly blissfully unaware that the chaos behind them Mm. is now all laser-focused on them and their conversation as to how can you be doing this with no awareness that anyone behind you is waiting to get in here. So the crux of this story is you want to pin a badge of uh, rudeness on curtain. Mm. But you were there, and you're not from Curtin. Do you think other people... I don't want to put anything on Kurt is all I'm trying to no, say. The only thing I'll probably admit to people this is... People travel far and wide, apparently, to this shop. You've made an interesting point, and I was pretty keen to get in and out of there, so maybe I accidentally tripped over someone. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Josh, a guy has performed CPR on something that uh, I just... I think the risk of what you're doing completely outweighs the life you're saving. Okay. Which is odd to say as a human being mm, with compassion yeah. you're supposed to be built in. What's, I don't how? count myself necessarily as a sociopath, mm-hmm. so I I do have empathy for others. Yeah. But this guy's done CPR mouth to mouth on a snake. And no. I just feel like okay. that I I don't even mind snakes, but I'm just saying like Imagine being this snake. You have no concept of anything other than flight or fight survival instincts. You come back to life and you're immediately like, well, this is a freebie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Gotcha. You want to kiss well, me? I'll kiss you. The other thing that I would probably also say if you're a snake is you go, you would have a look at, you know, they can register like a face. Yeah. Like all animals have like, you sort of got your two eyes, your what, mouth. Can they? Well, I, I don't know. Maybe. I thought it was only magpies yeah, let me stuff. get my, get okay, my sorry, point. Yeah. Let me get my point. I don't think they can recognize you as you. Yeah. I just mean they can recognize a, a mouth. Yeah. And they're going, anytime I go into a mouth, mm. that's not good. Yeah. That means I'm about to be eaten. Well, that's so it. That, that snake's going to immediately see your mouth near its mouth and go, no, I'm not going to be eaten. Thank you very much. That's exactly what I mean. And he's get gonna, feral. Yeah. He's going to come back to life and go, the only thing I understand is surviving because I'm a snake. That's all I understand. Yep. I'm seeing what usually kills other ones of me. Granted, it's usually on like the mouth of a cat or a dingo a or, or a hawk. Yep. But I just know the black hole that is at the f- where people's eyes are. That means not good. Death. Not good for me. What kind of snake? I think uh, is important to know here. Are you just struggling to find that information? No, 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 no. I have it. I just don't. I don't think the guy even knew. I think it was just like a garden snake. That's ridiculous. I mean, you've obviously got to be pretty it's a carpet snake. That's fine. Yeah. They can't do anything. But that's what I mean. It's like how with snakes, I think that snake experts are absolutely incredible because it's like the difference between a brown snake and like a regular snake is like a, a tint, a tint regular, a, a tint more of brown. Yeah, a tiger snake and like a brown snake look very similar. Granted, they're both two of the most poisonous snakes on the planet. So if it looks like either of them, leave it alone. Was but- this mouth to mouth on the snake done in Australia? Yes. Of course. Yeah, that's insanity. Yeah. That is actually insanity. Yeah. If you were doing it in North America, the ones that kill you over there are like, they make a rattle. They have a yeah, rattle. Oh, like, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. They're, they're very. But they, is that not a good indication of like, it's almost like a heart monitor in a hospital. So it's like the <laughs> beep beep. When you start to hear the beep beep. It's like you start to like, like, okay, it's a car Throw it away. Yeah. Yeah. Throw it away. Get out of here. <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> Ned, just had something happen last night that I was like, yeah. This is pretty much as good as it gets. And very nice. I just wanted to share it with everybody this morning because it was lovely. But also, I want to ask you a question dovetailing off the back of this story. Sure. So last night, um, uh, Carrie and her two boys, we were all sort of working out what to do after dinner. Now, the boys are nine and six. And Did I- you take my recommendation of watching The Thing? No, we didn't watch The Thing because oh. I didn't want them to never be able to sleep again. Um, and problem. honestly, with how Carrie, how Carrie is with scary movies, her too. Oh. She's she's coward when it comes you to you scary movies. you got to weed out the yeah. weak. Yeah, yeah. You really <laughs> need to fight. I'd be the out. only person sleeping in that house <laughs> post-watching yeah. a horror movie. That sounds like a fine. Um, I, what we did was I really didn't want to play Super Mario Party last night. The boys are obsessed with Super Mario yeah. Party and it goes for like an hour and 10 minutes yeah. and then they don't go to bed and then by they the time excited. they're in bed it's my bedtime and it's, yeah. it's terrible so i was not keen on super mario party but what happened was we all sat down and carrie literally said to the boys no movie but we can watch an episode of something and Ooh, then she said and josh is gonna pick mm. so i've opened up disney plus and I'm scrolling through and probably about four weeks ago i showed the nine-year-old the Australia episode of The Simpsons. So when when Bart cops the booting and the prime, Mr. Prime Minister, and all that sort of stuff. Good for kids. Bart gets his butt out. He thought it was hilarious. And he said last night, we should watch The Simpsons. And I said, it's pretty good. strap in, because I have been waiting for this request from children forever. I am ready to go. And I showed them the X-Files episode of The Simpsons with Mulder and Scully. That used to freak me out as a yeah, kid, so I good on you for taking no, that risk. And they loved it. Yeah. And then I also showed them the episode of The Simpsons where Marge becomes a real estate agent, and they liked okay. that as well. Yeah, that's um, good. I mean, it's very funny. But yeah, the nine-year-old was laughing at the in The Simpsons, the X-Files episode where Homer screams, yeah, and yeah. then r- runs through a field and writes, yeah. yeah. 
yeah. yeah. I used to think that was very funny. Jumps and on the exclamation point. If you remember that episode, I think with a gag that where it says die and then yeah. the trees blow and it says diet and then Homer squeals even more. He also that. laughed at that one. That yeah. I thought was the smartest bit of comedy yeah. I've ever seen as I an actually, eight-year-old. I'll tell you what my one from that episode was. It was when the, the Alfred Hitchcock psycho music starts yeah. up and, and then it's, it's, the a, bus it's a bus driving. full of yeah. the Springfield Philharmonic Orchestra. The Simpsons used to be so good. Used to be so good. Yeah. But uh, so I'm showing the boys this. Carrie comes and sits down with like a little, like a tea. She's got a cup of tea. Yeah. And we're all just sitting there watching The Simpsons. And I thought to myself, this is as good as life gets. Yeah. Like I'm showing these little boys The Simpsons. They're taking in this thing that was such a big part of my childhood for the first time. This yeah. He saw that diet joke for the first time last night. Pretty wild. I had to watch his actual reaction. It was the best. And so I've decided to ask you this morning, Ned. Yeah. What is something you are unequivocally looking forward to doing with kids? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> this is, what is this that, like, a very big question. It's a deep question, but is yeah. there something goofy that, like, you're just going to... They're going to have to... Because if they didn't like The Simpsons, I'd be like, yeah. well, that's sad, because we're going to watch another four episodes yeah, of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to we're gonna push through. Yeah. What's your thing that you're just going to push through? Um, Probably Batman stuff. Yeah, I'll just okay. be like, yeah. it doesn't matter if you don't like this. We're watching the Batman animated series. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. this is just kind of it. I... My dad... I, I really I never really got into it as much as I wanted to, yeah. and my dad just was like, "I'm not going to push you into this because it's not what I care about." I really, really want my kids to get into skateboarding because I used to think it was so rad as <laughs> yeah. a kid, yeah. and I never had my dad go like, "Come on, mate, like we'll go out into the street and skateboard." Because my dad was like, "I don't want to watch you fall off a skateboard yeah. for an hour and a half," mm-hmm. but I'm going to like force my kids to essentially skateboard with these boys. I'm just going to be incredibly selfish and make them watch things that I want to watch. Yeah. You're going to be obsessed with trying to make your kids super cool. Oh yeah, it's like we're going to do all the things that are super yeah. cool. I, I'm going to make you what I thought was cool when I was your age. Every single weekend, we're driving to the ba- <laughs> to Bateman's Bay. So you can learn how to surf. Yeah. You're gonna be, be cool surfer kids. That was the Ned and Josh Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. If you or someone in your family has been injured at work, visit meja.com.au. Hit 104.7.